0: You are listening to The Massacast. If you're not 18 years or older, go away and come back in a few years and binge listen to all the back episodes. I'm actually very excited about this because I, I never talk to another submissive guy. Not by... It just doesn't come up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a lot of guys who um, have very specific desires they want to talk about in uh, very intently in such a way that is... Uh, I think the technical term is creepy. (laughs) And so, um, and I got, I got the feeling from uh, when we were talking ahead of time that you have a lot of experience and things to talk about. And I thought, I'm like, well, this is great because I have wanted to talk to another submissive male. I've had submissive females on their life experience is so different from submissive males. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the first thing we should cover though, just because I want to get this out of the way is you hate, your name your i kind of hate
1: my name yeah yeah well um i'm known in videos and uh, in the scene uh, as peaches um i mean a lot of people know me by my real name but uh, a lot of people know me as peaches and it started at uh at uh, a uh, a kink party where i was playing with uh, with a dom and she- nobody likes a braggart. Am I bragging. You were talking about playing with a dom. That sounded pretty bragging. You've talked about that all the time. Um, Okay there. Well, she beat my ass. Humble brag. There you go. Oh, come on. Let me get away with it. Um, She beat my ass and I am I've got quite a you know, so, okay, here I am bragging. I've got a bubble butt and I can take a lot of spanking and it turned colors and she observed that it looked like peaches. Should be, you should
0: be paying for the sponsorship. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. Oh, I know. But, Dial it back a little bit. So though. anyhow, I got called peaches because of what my spanked butt was. Oh, okay. There you go. But that's hey, not terrible. I know, but you know, I was even talking to somebody the other day and said, I I, I don't feel like it represents me. I'm, I'm. It's, it's, it's the peaches. I mean, it sounds, you know, it doesn't sound like, a. am a guy from New Jersey, you know, that's like, you know. Peaches can be yes. good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. They can be
0: like refreshing they can also be sticky
1: <laughs> or sour yeah 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 so
0: i understand if you could pick a different i mean you want to try different names
1: yeah i don't know what my name is oh, i like on. your name yeah a unspeakable x i think that's a cool a, name i know, I know a, you don't like it nobody no. probably nobody likes their their scene I,
0: names. no I, I know plenty of people who like <laughs> those scene names. there's guys who have thought a lot about their scene names like
1: a little too much so I mean, I think well, it's good. It's humbling. Uh, yeah. On FetLife, uh, I'm sweet guy NYC. Right. You know, well, I feel that that's, you know, that's that's a little more appropriate. It, you know, it does sound a little self-congratulatory, um, but, but, you know. I, I think if,
0: uh, when it comes to bragging, sweet guy or calling yourself, I don't think that's bad. I mean, I can definitely see how someone might... I think I a little suspicious. <laughs> you know, but,
1: and there have been people who didn't think I was sweet, believe it or not. Oh, sure. I know, you know.
0: But uh, the intent is there, at least, right? And, and uh, I
1: come from a place of sweetness.
0: Right. Uh, but it reminds me, uh, this is completely off topic. Steve Martin, he had a book that he wrote, bunch of short stories, and every now and again, inside the short story, he would say, like, uh, and you can email me at hotguy32. <laughs> it was always hot guy something or a sex machine <laughs> 45, which coming from Steve Martin is pretty... Yes, um, I'm sure it was funny. Then. It was very good. Yes. <laughs> the guy should do comedy for a living. But you, you've actually started in the kink scene very, very young.
1: I started in the kink scene when I was in high school. Well, I mean, technically, I don't know if coming into the city to see a kinky play is is tantamount to starting in the kink scene. Um, but, uh, but there was an off-off-Broadway play... Um, and it was called Another Way to Love. And it was a bunch of vignettes of, uh, of kinky sex. And I saw, um, I, I had been going through my father's pornography. And there was um, Penthouse Forum magazine had an article about it. And I was like, this play was playing in the city. And my eyes Bulged out of my head when I saw it, and uh, I came. I took a bus into the city, and I watched it that night, and and I was thrilled beyond belief. But I, I didn't really start doing scene events until uh, until the, the the senior year uh, of college um, when I when i went to uh, an early incarnation of paddles um which is no yeah, longer is. There. Yeah. yeah yeah paddles which was the long standing um bdsm club here in the city that just that closed during covid um and uh you know that was that was for many years the place where a lot of people started where they went to their first bdsm event because it was advertised in i guess hustler and whatever um magazine was out there uh, and I had a great experience there. And then I was getting out of college. I lived uh, I lived in Jersey City. Uh, I started coming into events, and um, this was a long time ago. I'm not going to date myself. And uh, that was the time of uh, of Hellfire, the notorious Hellfire in the meatpacking district.
0: Everyone who talks about Hellfire will say uh, a really gross, disc- gross story. And then, and then they will end it with, and it was awesome.
1: Yeah, that basically like, oh, is a good okay. description of it.
0: And so you would you would go often to Hellfire, or uh,
1: I don't know how often. I think I was maybe going every month or two. Is that often? I don't know. Um, I guess I was, and you um, know, and, and and I would play sometimes. I mean, I was I was a kid in uh, in his in his mid twenties. Um, And, uh, you know, so, so yeah, I would play and I would meet people, but it took a while before I sort of developed my own circle of friends, um, in the scene. And, um, and I, I started out as a, a spanko, um, and, um, you know, for, for a long time, spanking was pretty much my only kink. There were other things that interested me, but spanking was my main thing. And, um, there's a woman, um, who's still out there doing, um, doing parties in Margaret Davis. Um, and, uh, she came to the city. She was a a pro disciplinarian and I don't even know how I met her, but somehow I got hooked up with her when she first moved to the city and was getting things started. And, um, and her circle of friends became my circle of friends. And, um, and I brought people in to meet her and, and, I, and and then things sort of expanded for me because I was meeting other people, um, and uh, and eventually, I became uh, I became sort of a hybrid, as um, somebody recently described it to me between BDSM and the spanking community.
0: Why would you separate BDSM and the spanking community?
1: Well, I your don't,
0: eyebrows went up mm-hmm. like I was like, "How do you not know this, you fool?"
1: There you go. Yes, yeah, so you could. I don't know if they could hear my eyebrows raise... Um, but they're, they're, thank you. Um, there, I, I don't separate it. To me, I'm perfectly fine with, with mixing them. There seems to me to be in the community and in the scene, uh, uh a separation that a lot of, um, Spankos at, uh, would say, oh, I'm not into BDSM. I'm just into spanking. Right. And I think a lot of BDSM people would say, oh, that person's into spanking. They're not really into BDSM. Um, That's interesting. And, and, yeah. And the BDSM is obviously an umbrella term for it all. Um, I, I've always thought it was kind of silly. Uh, I think – I think. Um, in a certain way, spanking is sort of viewed as the vanilla kink um, because because there's probably so many people out there who don't identify as kinky but are right. but are into spanking, and it is sort of uh, an entry level drug to uh, to the kink community. And I I think I think it's people who are uh, there are some spankos who are embarrassed to be associated with BDSM. Right. And there's BDSM people who kind of just think that spanking is, is child's play. Right. And, and there are people who associate it with creepiness. I don't um, uh, as well. But, uh, but then again, there are BDSM people. Uh, and I don't even like to say people, because I think we're all BDSM people, but, uh, but there are people who, who will be whipped and, and, Get the balls crushed and do um, you know, blood play, but if you smack their ass with a hairbrush, they'll be running. Sure. Um, running out of town. So um so and I don't know. That's so that's my answer, my long answer to your simple question is basically it seems like it exists in the scene, though it doesn't exist for me.
0: So there are there are some who say sometimes the spanking people will be like, oh no, this is not sexual, this is platonic, this is a different thing, or which I have experienced platonic play, right? I mean, I have experienced that,
1: right? Did you get turned on by it?
0: Uh, so let me, let me rephrase okay. this. Okay. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> the platonicness was one-sided, right? Mm-hmm. I had to stop myself from feeling anything other than, hey, yeah, I'm just practicing, and you're just practicing bondage on me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ha-ha! And then I'd go home and go like, God damn, she touched me. That was amazing. <laughs> she accidentally brushed my elbow. Um, but I, but I, I'll take that back. I actually have experienced platonic bondage. I have a friend who is lesbian. Neither of us were attracted to each other. She was uh, very much into bondage. But she, she didn't want to make a mistake. So before she had a date like the day beforehand I would come over and she would tie me up and okay. it was very platonic because she would be like, okay, she was like an optometrist, better like this or better like this, I don't you know, A or B. And then she, the funny thing is she would always make sure that my legs could be spread. And it was like a little while before I realized, oh, that's right. Cause you'll be with a girl. And, uh, hmm. uh, but it was very platonic. It was, I, but, it, but, I, but I think it's very different. I'm not saying I'm,
1: I, I think what you're saying is, is legitimate. I, um, there's a woman named Eve Howard who works for a company uh called she, she worked the company I think is is not existent anymore called um Shadow Lane and uh she's she's a very um insightful writer about spanking um and she said something once that really stuck with me which was that um for her the less erotic a spanking is, the more erotic it is hmm. and I think she was talking specifically about disciplinary play right um and uh you know so if you're into a discipline scene and you can really commit to the discipline scene and and you know it doesn't involve touching people's genitals and or or or, or commenting on that or even rubbing if it can seem very business like and to be true discipline, well, that's pretty hot, um, you know, but it's, it's covert, it, you know? So, sure. so I think, I think that's, that's kind of the idea behind, uh, behind that.
0: It's uh, so I'm very curious because you mentioned discipline and I was always very curious because I, I view it very differently than a lot of other people I know just in general, mm-hmm. like I remember doing service for someone once uh, that I barely, that I had never met before. But she, and I was cleaning for about an hour and a half. And then she goes like, um, what's going on? And I look, I was like, "On, I'm scrubbing the floor or whatever. And I said, I'm just scrubbing the floor. Am I doing it wrong or something? She was like, no, you're supposed to make a mistake so I can punish you. <laughs> I was like, I don't do that. And like, if you want to beat me or something, you can go right ahead and do that. But I will be really miserable if I'm actually being punished. Right. right? I mean, I will be like. Because I'm like I upset you, you know. The whole point of me is pleasing, right? And she was like, "Oh, so I just have to?" She was like, "Oh shit, okay. Well, from now on, just come over and I'll beat you. You don't have to do the cleaning stuff." I'm like, well, that's fine by me. It's
1: <laughs> convenient. Wow.
0: Yeah. She didn't know because in her mind there had to be a reason, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what what's fascinating the way you're talking about it is is that the whole act of it being discipline is in and of itself a whole different thing.
1: Well, and there's also... There's, there's role-play discipline and there's more serious discipline depending uh, on the nature of the relationship. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's kind of depends on the category. I mean, I will tell you uh, a situation that happened very, very recently with my dom was that I made... Um, I made a sloppy error, and uh, I, I was forwarding an email, and I forwarded it to the wrong person. Um, and um, and she and it was a per- and it didn't turn out to be a, a big issue because it was a mutual friend of ours in the kink scene, and there was not there was nothing extreme about it.
0: Just just for, but speaking from experience, don't try to justify it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, but, what, you try to justify it, it's getting more trouble. Thank you. I learned a new say. phrase recently: weaponized ignorance.
1: Yes, thank you. That's Which, a good one. That's no, a really that's a bad one. like, I'm, how, wait a minute. I'm
0: stupid. How can I weaponize? I don't know if I'm. How do you know what you're stupid about? You don't, you don't know what you're, you're stupid you're about. You're too stupid to but know how I'm stupid somehow you are.
1: weaponizing it. You know. So and, well, anyhow, the bottom line is I was stupid, and um, and and mistress got very upset uh, uh about it um and uh and very recently um i was punished for it and it was serious punishment i mean there are types of pain that i like and types of pain that i don't like and this type of pain which, which is it's not one of my fetishes was used to punish me right and uh it worked and it was serious and it was not approached in any kind of sexy demeanor or tone or way. Um and when it was over, it was over and the the situation was resolved and we hugged and, and it and it was cleared up. And then later we talked about it and we were both wildly turned on by engaging in real discipline or quote unquote, real discipline, because obviously, you know, it was consensual non-consent as the phrase goes. Um, And, but it didn't feel that way. So when we could get into a mindset of doing um, something kinky and kind of convincing ourselves that this, this is not some kind of kinky role play. She is in charge of me and I am obeying her and I screwed up and, and I'm paying for it. That was pretty hot. And, and it was less, the fact that it was less erotic is what made it so erotic.
0: I I have to say, I mean, I'm jealous. I'm jealous because I've heard numerous people tell stories about, about how, how they incorporate discipline into their relationship and how, the discipline happens, and then it is resolved, right? And I'm so jealous of people who can do that. That sounds so. I mean, it sounds it sounds great. It sounds great. It's amazing. Um, I am not wired that way. I'm very much the uh, the fact that it happened. I will, I will uh, have anxiety for for weeks. Oh, later, right? Like the fact that it happened. I will. I will. It's worse. Like she has. When I make a mistake, she has to. Assuage me that she's not going to leave me or something. You know what I mean? That's how bad okay. it is, right? Well, well first, If she did spank, which, by the way, early on... I didn't mean to cut you off. Early on in a relationship, she did... This, like, I, she was like, all right, you made this mistake. I'm going to cane you now. That was the last time that ever happened because I was, like, crying for two hours and I had
1: to... You know, and I couldn't see her for three days because I was so depressed. Oh, my God. Well, you... I thought I had an overdeveloped sense of guilt. Oh, no. blow me away. No, Lutheran... <laughs> Please. <police. laughs> well, But the thing was, I mean, I what you're describing is not ex- mutually exclusive of, of, of what I'm saying. here. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, so these days, if you, forgive me for asking you questions, if you piss, um, sod off, um, do you, does, does it get resolved at all through, through punishment or discipline, or is it just more kind of like vanilla res- resolution?
0: It depends on the, the infraction, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, for example, if it's something like, oh, I hung up one of her bras wrong or something like that or mm-hmm. did something like that, she'll just give me a, you know, like, a, hey, dummy. She, you know, she won't call me up. But, you know, that's what my my brain is hearing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: She'll like, do you see this here? How this is the bra that does this here? You have to do this there. And I'm like, okay. And then the next time I'm doing it, I will have to bring her in the room. I'm like, can you please make sure that I did this correct? Right? Sure. But, like, there's... The only time there's ever any punishment is if it's like something fun sexual happened, right? Like one time, I'm not going to go into gross details or anything like that. One time we were playing with a friend. Something happened. It was totally mistaken. They knew that they were in the, you know, they were giving me an impossible task anyway. And so there was punishment, but we all knew this is a ruse. This is all
1: punishment, they call that. Yeah, this is
0: all like whatever. But there were other times when, again, completely innocent in a sexual situation where it's like, okay, you're not going to have an orgasm for a week and you're going to be edged several times a day during it. Right. And guess what? That only happened once. You know why? Because my brain was convinced I was never going to have an orgasm again. And I was crying that last day. So she was like, God damn, what is fucking. Weak ass asshole. I better marry him. I don't know why she did, but uh, well, but no, I was like convinced. My brain was like, you're never gonna have an orgasm again.
1: I I I gotta say I'm I'm the first time I screwed up was not that long after we started getting um, together, and uh, uh, and I also had similar to you immediately, you know, turned into ashamed boy who, you know, I just I felt like a bad kid. right? A- and I assumed that, um, that she wasn't going to punish me. I assumed that she was going to get rid of me. Um, and every time I screw up, I assume that she's going to get rid of me. Maybe one day I'll be right. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping not. And I'm always surprised when she's willing to punish me and forgive me. And the discipline and the punishment is part of it that's discipline is i don't know if that's a fetish but that if it is that's that's one of my fetishes and um and the whole notion of of being trained and shaped and behavioral modification that stuff just pushes my love button. right uh and basically there's a lot of stuff that push my love buttons Uh, but discipline definitely does it for me. As long as it's, I always say that I'm, uh, I'm interested in affectionate discipline. I don't want, I don't want the kind of thing where it's like, you're a fucking asshole, moron, piece of shit. You know, uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, no, you screwed up and we're going to deal with this.
0: I think this is one, one reason why I'm really enjoying talking to a fellow submissive guy that I don't, experience when I'm talking to either one of my submissive female friends, either on a podcast or in person, is you mentioned several times of like, oh my God, I did this thing, she's going to leave me, right? Because we know how rare it is to find a good dominant, right? Not just a good dominant, but one that's good. for
1: anything longer than 30 seconds, it's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, And they have a very hard time finding good subs, but yes, you're right. Well, but my, my,
0: my female submissive friends do not go through, I'm sure there are listening, but my female submissive friends know they could easily upgrade to a different model. If something happened, they'd be like, I'll find one twice as rich as you and half as young. I mean, it's not, it's not an issue for them. Right. Whereas for us, there is that like scarcity mindset type yeah. thing, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and this is not, I want to be very clear. Saad has reassured me 5 billion times, billion times that she's never going to leave me ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever. She's told me that a thousand times, but there's that part of my brain every now and again, but I can recognize it now. Like when I do laundry Oh my god! I put something in the like. If, oh my god! Something went in the dryer that shouldn't have gone in the dryer uh-huh. for like two seconds in my brain. I'm like, fuck, this is it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But it's a huge improvement because like five years ago it was thirty seconds. There you go. Right. So, but it's so weird that it's still there. But you don't. I don't ever have a conversation like that with any of my other submissive friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's very nice to be. Uh... To not feel so alone, but and and yeah, um, it's my, nice to be not alone in our misery and self hatred. Yeah, but we're, high we're, five. We're, 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 there you go. But we're uh, we're what do you call when you turn um, something into gold? Um, alchemy. To, yeah, yeah. It's, we're doing we're making an alchemy out of, out of out of our out of our fucked into something beautiful.
0: Uh, I heard a good joke recently. How does an alchemist make a woman orgasm? <laughs> How elixir.
1: um. (laughs) Ah, so, but I wanted to also say that um, the thing about how difficult it is to find um, a a good dominant and, you know, as she says, it's so, uh, and I heard people, I was at Test Fest this weekend, talking to Doms about how hard it is to find a, a, a sub who is, who is sane and level-headed and um and 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 financially solvent and who doesn't live 2000 miles away uh and who you know you you hook up on on age and other vanilla things um but to me the you know the the rare thing is to find people who are who, who there's a purity to their dominance and a purity to their submission and people who play very seriously. Um, I mean, I was talking to... Um, I was talking to uh, a friend who's somewhat submissive and I was talking about being in chastity um, to my dom and like you were saying, how how incredibly difficult um, that can be sometimes in confusion. And she's just like, well, I would just cheat. And and I know I could cheat um, any time, but right. but and, you'd know you'd know. I, well, not only that, but I mean, I would never. I, I'm a I'm an atrocious liar, so I can't. I, I if I tried to lie, she would know it in in just right. a second. And I don't even want to try to lie because right. because the the fantasy of submission and of consensual non consent is. Is so satisfying to me that I want to embrace living that fantasy to whatever degree I possibly can, as long as I don't lose sight of the fact that it is fantasy and that right. it is not reality. I, w- I want, I want to have all. It's I don't know, you know, if you know the Joseph Campbell power of myth uh, kind of thing. He was this great professor of mythology um, and the thing that he found the constant he found in in the hero's journey as it's called um, in mythology is that is that the road to enlightenment and happiness and success was ultimately to follow your bliss and um, and that's what i'm doing in this scene and that's what the 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 Best players I know in the scene—they're following their their bliss and their joy, um, and doing it uh, and doing it as a party with uh, with other people. And um, it's, to me, it it it's just it's about being you know having the most joyful life and the most aliveness you can possibly have. You know, so I get my bliss out of getting my ass beaten by by being dominated and serving and giving uh and surrendering um so so you know i mean tomorrow's not guaranteed i'm gonna just do as much of that as 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 i can with the time that i have left and i'm gonna do it as well as i can um because that's just kind of like the i think that's just the secret of joy i don't know sorry forgive me for being all no, I don't mean. But it's I it's, genuinely I, look at it that way.
0: I, I, I will. I think you and I are similar in civil rights, Besides being dashingly good looking, is that <laughs> this is true? The, um, <laughs> Too bad it's
1: radio. <laughs>
0: the, the. Um, I'm very much a sap. I'm very much the, the sap in uh, in uh, my relationship. <laughs> like sometimes, and it's not just. I want to be clear. It's not just when we've been smoking weed that I will say things like, "Do you know how rare it is." Like, I say that all the time. It's rare that we were first born on the same continent on the same time in the same, you know, in the same time area, Uh, speaking the same language, ending up in New Jersey at the same party on the same night. What are the I could have easily said I'm I could have easily said what I've. Always said my entire life, fuck, I'm not going to New Jersey. Right. Of course not. Why would I go to New Jersey? No offense. But I would see you bragging <laughs> yeah, about New North Dakota. I am
1: from Jersey, right, right, right. so please we'll But I was
0: like, no, I'm not going to go to New Jersey. Why would I? 99% of the time, I would have said that. This one time, I didn't. Right? <laughs> see?
1: So you owe New Jersey some, you know. Thank you, prom. Garden
0: State. You're welcome. I'd never go to New Jersey. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, we did have some friends who were like trying to set us up or something like that. But who knows? I would make it's possible if we had met at a different time, I would have, she would have seen I was very jaded at the time. And that would have been the end of it. Right. And I'll tell her these things and I'll be like, the the odds are so minuscule that this would happen, that this amazing thing happened. It's like next to nothing. And she's like, OK, yeah, I know you've said this to me quite a few times in <laughs> the last 14 years. I'm like, I just want to make sure I want you to know
1: I'm su- I'm still surprised by it. The subs are the romantics more than, you uh, I think. You're you know, right. I, think yeah. you know. I think you're right. Yeah. We're the
0: romantic. For us, there's feeling. I think you're right about this too. Because there are, I'm doing dishes, I'm cleaning, I'm doing whatever. There's a feeling behind that act, right? Absolutely. There's a feeling behind that act. That feeling is not always reciprocated. There's like, you missed a spot. I'm like, okay. okay. You know, that was my... Seventy ninety five percent, my love and then 5 percent mistake you do you do know that right but you're right you're right we are this i think we are the savvy
1: ones uh sappy yes yes not savvy no, no sappy okay yes. yeah no i was agreeing sappy. <laughs> okay yeah. no not savvy <laughs> yes no yeah. no they're the savvy ones right yes you know i just went to test fest um without mistress and um uh just for just
0: for people, sure. Test Fest is like a multi-day uh, uh, event that happens. It's from the New York. It's basically a New York King community coming together. They have uh, play dates. It's in a hotel. They take over the hotel in New Jersey. In New Jersey, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing because
1: yeah. six hundred and fifty people. But um, the thing was um, my mistress uh was unable to attend so we have sort of a developing kink family right now and uh, the person who i make who, or who really got me going with making videos is a woman named lola also goes by the name of madam director and um and we've done a, a long series of videos of peaches and lola she Insisted that it not be Lola and peaches because she knew it made me uncomfortable, and she was enjoying that fact. Um, and uh, uh, anyhow, it's cool. she, for the sake of cruelty, yes, At exactly. Some point it's like, what are you doing? You know, well i I enable sadists, so you know that's 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 my you know one of my. You've services. Won. You're the dominant. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy yourself.
0: Don't you have to take it out on Jesus? That's how they. I know I'm married to one. Yes, exactly. You won already. You've proven your point 14
1: years ago. Yeah, they'll never get done proving their point. Yeah. Um, But uh, anyhow, Lola uh, came to Test Fest with with me, and uh, and because Mistress and she are friends, she was able to kind of be set up as my my babysitter. You know, my key holder um, for the weekend. Um, However, it it's a basically it's it's a three it's like a four night three day uh event and lola had to leave in the middle of it and i was left to my own resources now um now you know um uh, miss shayla lang um, uh i think
0: i, I know her through shermy uh, yes
1: Shermie. yeah um yeah in fact i've heard that she may eventually be on here i hope she is
0: or uh, what's it maybe even I've met morning? her a couple times I've met she's her She's great. She seems very very she's sweet. Very brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. I I'm excited to talk to her in 20 years whenever it comes around but yeah. I,
1: I hope it happens soon because right. she's very entertaining. Right. She um well the thing was after Lola left the next morning um I was her demo bottom for a uh, a class on uh on verbal domination or um and uh it was pretty amazing it just like kind of blew my mind um there was i think there was about 60 people in the room and um and i was there to be humiliated by her but she's very funny. She's, she's sort of I don't know if people even know who Don Rickles was, but sure. if Don Rickles was a dominatrix, um, he would be, uh, he would be Shayla Lang, which, uh, she might not take that as a compliment, but it's, I that think that it's a Yes. I know several uh, other people
0: who
1: would agree. <laughs> um, anyhow, she, she was mocking me mercilessly but but it was very funny and uh and she stripped me down and I was standing there in front of sixty clothed people in nothing but a chastity device uh and it was uh, a very exhilarating and mind boggling experience so the point is just that after Lola left, I still had some female authority to look up to so that that kind of comforted me
0: so this actually what you just said dovetails into something else yes that i wanted to discuss with you yes you do all these videos and i haven't seen any of you. I, I i avoid watching female dominant male sub videos
1: yeah yeah you said that it you, you told me about that
0: right because it's always there's all like like if I, if i was in that room where shayla was in there like yeah. i would have left i couldn't watch that Like I could not watch that. That is really, and I and all these videos that I see uh, are also very like degrading. Yeah. And and I have a theory. Now this is just a theory. I want to be very clear. This is a theory. There are exceptions. There are plenty of exceptions to this, right? And I'm not even going to I'm not even going to ask you if this applies to you or not because it might be uncomfortable for you to answer. But here's my theory. Because I know a bunch of other guys who are really into humiliation and uh, really get off on it. Um, again, I want to say this again. Theory, maybe 51% is what we're talking okay.
1: about. Okay. Okay. Hit me already. Tell me. Upper what class, is this?
0: Wealth, upper class. They are not poor, right? They do not come from poverty. Poverty is humiliating. It is. You, you're living it, right? Mm-hmm. The guys I know who who I've talked at length about this, right? And I've said, are you, were you born upper middle class or upper class or upper, upper, upper class? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, well, that's because it's a, it's something different for you, right? It's different for you than the norm, as opposed to if you're trying to scrape up money for rent, that's, you're, you're living humiliation. You don't want that. So it's being treasured being, I grew up dirt poor being desired was something different, right? Being treasured was something different. Mm -hmm. And that my theory is, is the reason why these videos get made is because the people who buy them, poor people don't buy videos. Uh, There's a certain level of income you have to have, the middle class at least, probably to buy videos, right? Um, So you're not going to be poor and they're not going to get the videos of the treasured slave of, you know, that's like, oh, I want to capture you because they're so desired. It's going to be the humiliation and the uh, the worst li- because those are the people buying it right basically what I'm saying is capitalism ruins everything like <laughs> um, but I don't I haven't seen your videos so I don't know okay. if that humiliation and that stuff yeah, my, is in there uh,
1: I'm pretty humiliated in, in in most of my videos yeah that's 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 part of it they're humili- um my videos are basically humiliating female male spankings sure um, you know uh, yeah I mean it's you know, when people use the word humiliation, there are so many different definitions sure. uh, of it. You know, it can be, um, you know, licking the bottom of somebody's boots. But I, uh, for me, submission by in its nature in almost every element has um, or every aspect has has an element of humiliation in it. That's interesting. To, to be scrubbing somebody's toilet, you know, I See, mean, for me, it's it's,
0: a, it's akin to a knight to his queen. Right, it's uh-huh. an honorable thing to give of yourself. Right. Well, yeah, I don't think it's either or. I no, think, no, no. I great. think it's what both. I'm saying it's what that's what it is to yeah. me. Right. But yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, it. it but it's I, interesting that this is why I need to have more sub guys on. We just need more. <laughs> put two sentences together without saying the word feet.
1: Yes, exactly. But uh, but you know, yeah, I I do I like to feel liberated from my ego. Sure. And that's what humiliation is is to me, is to, to be humbled. Um, to you know, because I've always just like everybody's got the that irritating voice in the back of your head that never shuts the fuck up sure. the the only time for me when i get a little peace and quiet in my head is when somebody else is taking charge or is giving me uh an assignment to do this or do that no i know so I to me it's way. it's a vacation yeah no i humiliated. agree i agree um, oh, well, the but
0: it is a vacation when someone else is taking the control I yeah agree with the exactly. on
1: but um you know and and, and even um You know, uh, using another way, uh, another view of the 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 analogy of a knight. um, I, uh, you know, to me, um, I I, you're not talking about this kind of. uh, You're talking about the the chivalrous knight, uh, but if I was talking about the warrior knight, that's a heavy burden to carry. Sure, Um, and uh, I love being able to be um, exposed and and cherished right. to me um as long as it i i I've, I've said this um a number of times that that i'm up for being you know again depending on your definition of the terms so i'm i'm up for being abused and degraded and beaten and objectified and uh and just mistreated in many ways but you goddamn well better be respecting me while sure. you do that. Right. So so I, uh, I'm i into respectful, affectionate humiliation. And, and and I don't necessarily, I don't think there's necessarily a contradiction in those terms.
0: So that's interesting because let me give you an example. Let's say um, uh, 90.999% of the videos on kink.com that are female dominant male submissive. And I might be exaggerating a little bit. Uh, do you feel they are doing the respectful part? Or do you... I'm trying to figure out where that line is.
1: I I think it's always respectful. You know, I mean, um, as long as you have communication in advance, you've negotiated a scene, you know what the person's limits are, um, and then you respect those limits, then you can do whatever you want. I see what you mean by respect. Yes.
0: I understand. I thought you meant, like, you're a worthless worm for... Great guy. That's what I thought you meant by like adding the respect part, but that's not what you meant. You meant like because the limits are are being respected. That's the respect part. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but and then it's you know I mean it it gets into the sort of the the yin yang of dom uh, domination and submission. Sure. That that it's respectful to give a gift to someone of domination, just as it's respectful to give the gift of, uh, of uh, submission. Absolutely. It, it, it's more, it, um, I'm talking about more about affection um, than necessarily respect. And it's all it depends on the context within which you're viewing these, uh, these words.
0: Also, if you correct me if I'm wrong, um, if the dominant is enjoying doing it and yeah. you're enjoying receiving it. Mm -hmm. It is a symbiotic relationship type of thing. Yeah, it's the yin-yang Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess for me, I can't imagine enjoying it, which is why whenever I see videos of it, I'm like, why is she even with this guy? I remember the first time I experienced, like, humiliation of some kind with a woman, and we had just finished having sex. She was a dom, and, uh, like, just, like, two minutes later, she starts, like, giving me humiliation about how small my penis is right and i was like what the fuck are you talking about you were just talking about how great and big it felt two seconds ago what's wrong with you and she was I, she was like oh no i was just to- teasing i was just playful teasing I'm like who fucking does that? I'm like, that's horrible. You're a horrible person. I'm like, that's a terrible thing to say to someone when you just said, which one Which one is the lie? I don't know which one the lie is the lie that you were, that you like my penis or is no, the lie that it wasn't, but that's not no, Rickles thing, thing, you know? I'm it's telling like, you this yes. was my experience okay, because I'd it. never experienced a before. You're new to it,
1: right.
0: And I was like, what you, why would you, why, first of all, why would you have sex with someone whose penis is too small? I mean, I, was, I went on this whole thing and she was like, you don't understand, it's teasing. I'm like who does that? That's horrible. That's a horrible thing to do. This is very early on in my. Ex-
1: I think it's that Midwest thing that you have going on there. That's not. That's the sense of humor.
0: Also, when I'm in subspace, my world becomes hyper literal, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> hyper literal. Like that's why I can't do role play if I'm in subspace. Because if someone said like, um, I don't fi- fill in the blank or whatever, I'd be like, "What? The Nazis are here? You know, like, <laughs> you know whatever." Like my world. Be- I mean. So that says my eyes kind of glaze over and then she knows like I'm very susceptible at that point. And that can be a very good thing or that can be a very bad thing, depending <laughs> on how she, so she knows how to word things or whatever. But for me, I'm just like, no, just tell me what you have. You don't have to make some shit up or whatever. If you you know, but anyway, I stormed out and she was like, you stormed I stormed out. I stormed out. Oh I'm like, fuck God. this. I'm not going to get humiliated. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. I don't have to be here. I can go fuck someone else. I would, and, and I was like yelling at her. I'm like, this is a horrible thing to say. Because I was upset about that. Because now I don't know. Again, I didn't know what was the lie. Yeah. Did she lie? Did she fake an orgasm? <laughs> and was she lying about how great my penis was? Or was she lying? At, like I'm like, I don't, I don't know. What, anyway, she called me like the next day and was like apologizing. Was uh-huh. creating, like, oh. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. You didn't know about humiliation. I'm like, who the fuck doesn't? I, this is like my, I was in town for maybe six months. Uh-huh. Right? So I just explored. But I was like, no, fuck you. This is terrible. This is terrible. No. Uh,
1: but now you've 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 come well, can you be humiliated at no, all, man? No. no <laughs> right. God damn. No. I, no, I can't tease you at
0: all. I'm afraid to tease No, no, you. no. You can okay. no, you can tease me, that's fine. Okay. If if I, if a woman I was playing with, you know, there's a difference between teasing like, oh, you're such a greedy slut or something. That's a different story. Right. right or whatever. That's because she's pleased, right? Because she's pleased that I'm a greedy slider or whatever.
1: Right, like you say. I mean, one person's humiliation is somebody else's fun play. Uh, and um, personal question. Yes.
0: Is there something? Maybe I should ask this in the voice of Doctor Ruth. Is there something? <laughs> you know, is there something about humiliation that you don't like? But because it's eroticized, it makes it palatable.
1: Uh, well, it's it's a complicated question. You know, um, I have, you know, when I've been my own armchair therapist, um, I've said um, that, that I have um, used alchemy and eroticized the abuse that I used as a, that I experienced as a child, because I grew up in a plenty dysfunctional household where sure. I was not popular. Um, and, uh, and, and it was kind of like, well, you know, if I can't beat them, I'll join them and, uh, and, and I'll take, um, abuse and turn it into something that hurts, into something that feels good. Um, and, uh, and that's a dangerous thing and could be really the road to self destruction. And frankly, I've struggled in my life with, with having, um, self destructive tendencies and, and I've risen. Above them for the most part, though I still struggle with them. Sure. Um, and, uh, and one way I handle those the self-esteem issues is by convincing myself that, that, you know, that, that this is, 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 is not such a bad thing. Right. But again, it's only with someone who I trust. So therefore she, You know, she can punish me. She can uh, mock me. She can quote unquote humiliate me. um, But I'm taking that as cherishing, and I'm taking that as love. Um, Whereas if somebody on the street did it, or you know, you know, or somebody in my family did it, then I would be like, fuck. Of course, yeah, you know. So that does that answer your question? It does. It does.
0: Um, Because again. Like I said, there are so many different reasons why I've heard of people enjoying this. Mm-hmm. And it's such a mystery to me. Like it is it is a huge mystery to me.
1: Sometimes it's a mystery to me too. Right. I, I, I'll be, I can be in the middle of a, of a scene and be in all sorts of degrading positions. And part of my brain is going, what the fuck are right. you doing? Why are you to stop this? It hurts. And then the other part is like, yeah, but it feels good. But there's this, old, here's the other
0: thing. And again, so glad to be talking to a submissive guy about uh-huh. this because I can't, love my submissive feel my friends, but I can't have this discussion. You have this, uh, the toxic masculinity thing that's always there mm-hmm. in your brain, right? I was talking to someone uh, recently because she was asking me about, you know, dating and going on the apps and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. And she was asking me like, like about oral worship and all this stuff. And she was like, so let me get this straight. Like you you do not care if you get an orgasm too. I said, No, it's not that at all. I said if she wants me to, I would love it. If she doesn't want me to, I would love it. The point is, is is she happy? With uh-huh. it, right. Is she happy? With that? that's, that's
1: that's your right. orgasm. Right. Is her her orgasm is yours. if she
0: gets off on me leaving turned on, great. Right? Mm-hmm. If she gets off on me getting off, that's great. But at the same time, there's that part of that 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 part of my brain, the male part of my brain, that's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Of course you want to get off. What is wrong <laughs> with you? How stupid is this? But th- thankfully, my subbrain is much more powerful than the masculine brain, but otherwise I wouldn't have so many female friends. But yeah, it helps. Uh, yeah. But but still, there's that. Do you do you have that part of your brain that's like, the fuck am I doing here like what what is going on
1: with? Well, this? I was just saying you know that yeah, I do, but you know like um it 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 all depends on what state your your brain is in when right. when I'm in sub state and I, I mean I was at one point I was in chastity for three months um and and I know there are subs out there who have been in chastity for years, and that doesn't sound like a big deal but Three months was a big deal um, uh, for me, and um, and and I definitely wasted less time um, without not having masturbation in my quiver, Um, and but it was it's it's it was it's kind of a question as to what was more of a turn on, masturbating or knowing that not masturbating was turning on. the the dom to, uh, who, who to whom i was in chastity right. and it's it's still that way i mean listen i enjoy an orgasm as much as as anybody does but we also have this secret sexual satisfaction which is giving an orgasm and uh you know and and you know my body i need to orgasm sometimes but i think my favorite thing to do in sex and in um, kink and in erotica is to assist a woman in having an orgasm. That is, that is much more satisfying than having my own. You are so much own. more
0: humble. I should start using that phrase assist. Uh,
1: right. Because, well, I I used to say give and I was corrected and I realized um, that, you know, it's, it's, you know, her I'm, experience you're you i mean to me it's it's a version of objectification yes you know that to like i um, dated a dominant woman for a long time and she used to call me dildo boy and she would lay me out uh, on the carpet and just come and fuck me and sure. and use me Typical and, women uh, excuse me typical women yeah you know they don't care they just love Ridiculous. us for our bodies absolutely toxic femininity yeah um I I love being sexually objectified. Oh, yeah. Use me. And and because I think in those terms, I'm like, oh, well, that's like, you know, you don't brag that your vibrator gave you an orgasm. Right. Uh, I'm just basically a flesh and blood vibrator. Right. But for me,
0: like, again, I'm with you on the objectification thing, like being objectified for Uh sexual purposes. Because for me, like... It sounds selfless when someone says, when I describe myself as someone who wants to be pleasing and used for pleasure, it sounds selfless, Yeah, but it is not. <laughs> I desperately need to feel like I'm desired. Right. But yes, it's the, the, the objectification and is the, and the same thing with bondage, right? Bondage is, is not about like, Hey, you can't get away because what I'm doing is bad. Bondage is, I want to keep you yeah right? yeah and because i desire you yes and, yes and that's what it is for me
1: right right well you're gonna i mean i've never I'm a very gotten,
0: needy needy man is what i'm saying
1: well yes but you found somebody who enjoys satisfying your needs and vice versa <laughs> very lucky yes uh yeah that's why you know we we are lucky to have our have our thing so clearly delineated and uh, as long as we can find somebody else who's whose uh, equal and opposite need is the same.
0: Completely uh silent. When you are making videos and you're deciding to make yeah. videos, it sounds to me like you are making a specific kind of video because that's the kind of video you like making,
1: um, as opposed it, to
0: a market decision. It's both. Is it? Um,
1: I think the kind of video that I like making is marketable. Okay. Um, and uh, and it's it's working out okay. I mean, I make videos that I would like to watch. Right. Uh, even if it wasn't me in the videos. Right. Um, so, uh, so I mean, I think, I think that's. You know, I mean, I, I don't do, I, I don't do research into it. I just, I find that that my fantasies are marketable. Uh, that's great. Yeah.
0: I was asking because I always wondered if the reason why the kink.com dot com videos are the way they are is because maybe they tried to make one where the dominant woman was like lusting after the guy or something like that. And they were like, fuck no, where's their humiliation? And like, it didn't sell or do they just not, is it, is it, is there such uh, blindness? They can't even think of it as an option. I'm wondering.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I, I've thought about, I, I don't categorize myself as a switch. I categorize myself as a service top. And because I have, it, lots of experience in vanilla acting as well. I can, I'm, I'm a good top. Um, and because I have so much experience spanking, I'm getting spankings and I'm, I'm a good spanker. Um, so I have thought about, uh, and Lola and other people have been pushing me to make a video where, where I'm topping. Um, and I could certainly do that. And I know people who would make that video with me. Um, but I don't know how marketable it would be to the people who know me as Peaches the sub. Right. Um, You know, it would. It's. I mean, You'd have to come up with a different name. Uh, yes, Mr. exactly. Mister Peaches. The, yes, it, you know. I think Sir Peaches. Sir, that's what I was about to say. Sir Peaches. Yes, there you, go. you know, or no, if, Sir Peach. I think it, it works oh, yeah. better that. You know, way. if you want,
0: if you want to be having a little mystery in there, you can have a little sly like Sir Apricot.
1: Or something. I can I could try all sorts of fruits. Stay in the same
0: vein, you know. You don't want to go Citrus. We want yeah, to see You yeah. don't want to go like Sir Lamb chop or something silly. <laughs> <laughs> don't be ridiculous.
1: I like that. That's kind of cute. All right, Sir, Sir cream, cream Puff. Puff Sir cream Puff? I'll take uh, 50%. Hey, right. Thank you very much for the
0: idea. <laughs> no, I was just curious about like why there's so like you never see videos like I mean at least I don't. I don't ever see videos yeah. like the kind of the way the way i experience the way i experienced my own submission or the or or the way i'd like to
1: see because it's also that we are you know we are edgier what we do i um i uh i think that uh you know of the four main groups um and um forgive me i'm not including uh, other genders and other mindsets uh, with this but of Um uh, female dom female sub male dom male sub um let's male doms and female subs have that fits into the conditioning of the patriarchal society that that's that's lucy and ricky um you know that's that's taming of the shrew that's um all of that uh fem doms they're super cool because you know that's like I don't know, you know, like um powerful women in media of Madonna and Lady Gaga, and and um, and I don't know what the I almost said
0: Margaret Thatcher, but I didn't want to throw up.
1: Yeah, yeah, now you made me throw up a little bit. I'm but, sorry, yeah, that was, that was uncomfortable. No, it was uncomfortable. I feel for.
0: bad. But I feel bad. The, i'll let myself go i'll let myself go. but the I'm only one sorry.
1: i i think the most uh the most potentially offensive is male subs Oh yeah um, because because we uh through our conditioning we associate power with masculinity over femininity um and and for a, a male to do that you know to go into that quote unquote weak female role uh it, it it's it's a threat to to macho guys. I think it there's a component of homophobia sure. uh, in it. You know, uh, I think the reason homophobia exists is not because guys have problems with guys having sex with guys, but guys have problems with with guys being feminine. They're right. afraid of they're afraid of women and they're afraid of men who explore their femininity. Uh, I just... Uh, and, and I think that's the reason that they don't... that we have not been bigger in the media is because we seem creepier. Yeah, and I mean, and like,
0: like I said, some sub guys have given us a bad name to, you know... I think. mean, I
1: grew up in, in solidly middle, middle class. So I, I don't think my humiliation was so much connected to my economic um, status. I'm curious, do, do
0: you feel after a heavy beating, like... For me, I feel more masculine after a heavy beating.
1: After a heavy beating, I don't know.
0: Even if I've cr- even if I've been brought to tears because of the heavy beating, I feel because I'm I'm not a traditional masochist. Mm-hmm. I don't get physically turned on from pain, right? But I do love enduring it for a sadist. Mm-hmm. So for me, after a heavy beating or something like that, and if I've pleased them, I feel really strong and masculine. Um, it's like probably more than any other time of my life.
1: Yeah, I I don't necessarily interpret it as masculine, but I do feel powerful and strong when I've when when I have endured a, a beating. And I am a masochist, though I'm not interested in masochism just for pain's sake. Right. It's got to There's got to be some some uh, psyche uh, involved in it. Um, but I do take pride in being a submissive and in being a masochist because, because we have sort of superpowers. And I've said also many times that, you know, you can't really hurt a masochist you know, because whatever you, you throw our way, we're just kind of like, Oh, I'll take that and right. get, get off on it. You right. know? So um in, and this is what I was saying before. And I think it applies even to a certain degree to uh, emotional masochism. So, so, uh, and yeah, and and I've played with lots of DOMs who have been like, I could never take what you take, and I'm like. Yes well I this is true what can <laughs> right I say I I have this capacity oh, but, uh, right. Yeah. I mean and, and I even compare myself if you know the X-Men movies to um, the character of Wolverine sure. but I've been spanked so many times that i have uh, a I have a teflon ass right. and it's almost impossible to bruise it and and some very strong doms have tapped out uh when spanking me and i've been like oh okay i guess you know sorry right. i didn't mean to wear you out with my ass <laughs> um but uh sorry, but, but I, I
0: need to wear you out with my ass yes
1: exactly
0: title of the episode <laughs>
1: so i I compare myself to wolverine because my ass just kind of like it gets very red but then you know 15 minutes later it's just like they get very frustrated where are the marks where are the bruises and frankly i wish i could bruise more i miss bruising but uh but i don't
0: it is very interesting when you play with a sadist when you when you play with a sadist but you are not a traditional masochist
1: yes that's got to be a little difficult
0: it, well, it's interesting because it's like, I, I mean, I can take a lot and she enjoys, quote unquote, breaking me, right? Because I have this breaking point. And I also get, I get to a point where I'm like, growl, I'm angry at the pain. Mm-hmm. So I become this, like this very animalistic growling, which she loves.
1: Incoherent. Kind of,
0: but I'm, yeah. I'm literally like uh. growling at the pain. <laughs> I, and I couldn't make the sound if I tried without it happening. And then shortly after that, then I, I, I break and she loves that, but I don't get physically turned on by it, right? And that's that's it. I'm je- always jealous from the people who actually get physically turned on. I that. get pretty physically me, turned I'm, on. I'm, yeah. I enjoy enduring it because mm-hmm. just like cooking and cleaning, I fucking hate pain. I don't want fucking pain, but I love doing it for someone who enjoys it.
1: Well, I think you are a very pure service sub, and it sounds like it all um, that all of your experiences get get channeled through through your your love of service uh, uh and for An me unhealthy
0: desire to please some others might say but yes well, yeah. what is sure. healthy
1: or unhealthy you know is, is very is uh, subjective um but um for me uh and if you look at my videos it's um pretty clear that as i'm being beaten and humiliated uh i'm I'm, I'm enjoying it. Right. Uh, visually, it's, it's quite clear. And um, so, so yeah, my videos do have, uh, do are largely about erotic humiliation. Um, and, uh, and I, and I, I do get off on it, but I don't, I, I've often said that uh, I don't enjoy the pain, but I enjoy not enjoying the pain. Right. Um, if that if that makes any totally, sense, totally. yeah. Um, so so you know, again, it's kind of just taking the negative stuff and doing jujitsu to turn it into into fun stuff for me. And I also consider myself a, a service sub, but for me, that's you know, I mean, I I love uh, again you know um, being objectified by a dom who enjoys hurting me. I don't like, I mean, I, I have occasion played uh, with service tops. Um, that being uh, somebody who's a sub and just takes on the top role to satisfy a partner. Usually that's switches. Um, but I'm not that into playing with service tops because Uh, I want somebody who's getting off on beating me as much as I enjoy being, um, being beaten. Right. And, uh, and also with, with, with mistress, um, it goes even further than that to a place that's really been playing with my head, which is that, um, um, you know, not everybody's familiar with the sweet spot in spanking, which is basically the kind of lower half uh, of the butt where, spanks feel better than they do if they're high on the butt or if they're wrapping around is there's something uh, about that um i mean i could get technical and uh, and into anatomy and say there there are reasons uh why that happens i i did a a workshop with with lola right before covid and i found out in my research forgive me for being so such a spanking nerd, uh, about it, that there's something called a pudendal nerve, which is, which is a nerve that basically sticks out of the bottom of, uh, of your spine. And when it is vibrated, it directly stimulates the clitoris, uh, in women and, and penis in men. So the sweet, the quote unquote sweet spot, and you know, you may have to Google this to find sweet spot spanking. Um, that's why the sweet spot is sweet now with with mistress she spends lots of time beating my sweet spot and um, and getting it there though she does at times has discovered when she was caning me and it accidentally wrapped around or uh, you know or or I've been or strokes have gone high um, and I have reacted differently than I do to the that pain, being since there's kind of good I'm talking about a difference between good pain and bad pain. I've discovered that she to a certain degree gets off on my bad pain because she's a real sadist. And at first I was I just like, wait, you know, the stroke went in the wrong place and she was looking at it and saying, ooh, that was that was getting her excited. And I realized, okay, so now I have a new, uh, a new tool in my toolbox, which is genuinely hurt me. Uh, I'm not going to get any masochistic thrills out of it, but I will get thrills out of your thrill so I can, I can truly objectify myself, uh, and truly be of service to you by taking what I really don't want. Uh, and we've been exploring along those lines, and uh, and it's a fun head trip.
0: I, I'd like to ask you a question I've never asked anyone else because I've never thought to ask this question. <laughs> right. I don't know if you experience this or not. You are being beaten. The Dom. Checks in with you, asking if you want more. Yes. Have you experienced
1: this? Uh, yeah. Usually, um, it's you know we use the safe words of yellow or red right. or green for you know go for it. So you know I'll say green.
0: But let's say let's say uh, I mean maybe my subspace is different, but let's say you're asked the question yeah. and you are expected to answer not in safe word yellow, red, or green, but say yes you want more or no you.
1: I don't, don't like want that.
0: I'm just. I'm giving you a hypothetical. Yeah. Because it is a huge mind fuck for me. I. This is how I'm asked, right? I don't know if she's had enough. Yeah. Because I don't know if she's had enough, I don't know if. Yeah. I don't want to stop if she wants more. Right. Right. So it's oh, but she is sincerely asking me. She wants a sincere answer. So there's that part of me that I have to. Even though I'm in subspace, it does the uh, like the, the, like it, my brain turns into a computer quickly, and it's quickly doing all the calculations. it's yeah. like, okay, on one hand, you want to please her more than anything? On the other hand, she actually wants the truth, and you don't know if you can take any more, but at the same time, uh, we're sure if she's not going to kill you, so okay, maybe we'll tell a white lie and say we want more mm-hmm. right Or yes, I want more because you're asking the question. Like I will think of that like if she if she didn't want more, she'd stop. Right, but there's all these things. That, yes, lots of anxiety. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is, what what I find is that like I'm so torn because like she doesn't want me. She never wants me to lie to her, but at the same time, she wants the truth. Yes, but I don't know the truth.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's that's likely to happen with. Somebody who you haven't been playing with for a long time. Who well, 14 years, let's say. Okay. <laughs> uh, there goes that theory. Sake of argument, yes. 14 years. Uh, right. Now, I, I, that's why when I am playing with somebody for the first time um, and negotiating about it and talking about what I want, I say to them, uh, you know, I have objectification fantasies. I want, uh, within, within certain limits, I want to be able to give my body to you as a toy and have you play with it to your heart's content. Use me for your amusement. That's what turns me on. And um, so if somebody doesn't pick up on that and, and is, and is asking me, do I want more? Then it's quite clear that I didn't make clear in the first place that I wanted it to be about, does she want more or not? And if, and if, her more is too much for me then I'll just use a safe word. Right. So um yeah I don't like I I don't want to feel I I mean I recognize consensual non-consent. I uh I recognize how subs uh, are um Kind of under the surface, covertly um, giving consent, and therefore they have the ability to withdraw consent, so that they can you can interpret that as they're in control of the scene. But I don't want to feel in control of the scene. I want to feel that in consensual non-consent. I want to feel like it's non-consent, right. and that's oh, excuse me. I, and that is um, that is the exciting notion of of being owned or claimed by somebody and then being being their their toy and their vibrator um that's that is an, a a crucial mindset yeah. to to uh, for for people like me yeah. and to and people like you to uh for a successful scene is to feel like you're not in control
0: well, for me, it's difficult because it's like, um, it's like a robot being asked a logic question. Yes. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want more. I, I can't tell you. I can't answer anything right now. I couldn't tell you my address yeah. right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. We become uh, incoherent. I, I have a very hard time talking yeah. or answering questions when, when I'm in subspace. I,
0: I think we'd be very good under torture is what I'm saying. <laughs> we would not give up the nuclear codes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
1: This is uh, probably true. Unless, I mean, unless the torture was a hot dome.
0: Whenever I've talked to guys who are into chastity, and I don't know if it's a just a kinking on the fetish thing or if it's a bragging because I look what I'm giving up, the will of the, the person they're submitting to seems to never come into the conversation is what I'm saying.
1: Well, you know, I mean, the will of the person they're submitting to is less necessary for chastity than the will of the person who's not coming. That's true. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I mean, I do think there's there's probably... Uh, I mean, I, I am not involved in in these these um, websites. Uh, well, I like to look at images, but I'm not involved in online discussions bragging about how long uh, I've been in chastity. Uh, we'll be checking
0: your IP address later to verify that right that's ahead. true.
1: You go right ahead. You um, go right ahead. But uh, I'm honestly, I've just really been in two semi-long-term chastity situations. And the first one was some years ago when uh, technically I was in chastity to two doms at the same time. Um, One was Kelly Payne, who is a, uh, a very serious spanking disciplinarian um, who I made a bunch of videos with. And the other was Lola, Madam director. They kind of put their two heads together and, and we're kind of together overseeing my chastity a lot. Uh, and it lasted for about three months. And a lot of it was related to some videos that we were making at the same time. It was, it was almost like a reality TV show about peaches being in chastity. Right. Um, and, uh, but it, it, stopped because i then started dating uh I, I you know i was doing bdsm and spanking and chastity with with the two of them but i wasn't having sex with them then i started dating a woman who wanted to have sex with me and wanted me to orgasm so i had to go back to lola and um and to kelly Payne and you know be like okay well now i'd like to have access to my dick for this woman the woman in question was she kinky Yes, she was. Okay. She was kinky, but not not extremely dominant. She was she was a, a kinky person who who wanted to have a lot of sex.
0: Um, my question was was how awkward was that ex- explanation?
1: Pretty where, awkward, you know, but she like, she knew Lola. Um, you know, did but, you know
0: what chastity was? Oh yeah. Okay, so that's good. You're at least at, I mean, you at least in the same.
1: Oh yeah. Hemisphere. No, no. She definitely knew what chastity was, um, and uh, and had. You know kinky uh, inclinations as right. well um so so the chastity thing ended and then i was able to give my orgasm to to the other woman uh who i was dating and that was the end of that and then i was dating her for a while and uh, and uh it's been we've been experimenting with it um it's been sometimes with the device, sometimes without the device. Um, A lot of times without the device because I was doing physical work uh, for my job and it's hard to work with a chastity device on, you know, it gets in the way and it's, it's bulky and, um, but I work, my work is seasonal. So I've had some more time recently. So I've been, I've been in a chastity device for a while and, um, and even when I wasn't, when we were doing it um, on the honors system, it it was working out pretty well because, uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure if I said this before, you know, but I'm I'm a terrible liar, so so I don't do it, you know, because, um, you know, being in chastity, I'm just kind of like, if we're gonna play that game, I'm gonna play it all the way. So, uh, so I, mean, it's I guilt. Well, guilt being a bad... I'm a bad liar because I feel guilty about it and I can't hide right, my guilt. Right, what I'm saying is I,
0: if I'm told not to, I would have to look at myself in the mirror if I did it, you know, not while I'm doing it. I mean, I wouldn't be jerking off looking in the mirror. I'm not that kind of... I don't think I'm that beautiful. Not yeah. anymore. I'm, yes, right. Yes. Not since the accident. Yes. But the... What I'm saying is is I would feel guilty if I broken the on broke the honor system thing
1: i i i mean yes it, I would feel that I've violated my own my own uh, standards um, but for me, what would be worse is knowing that um I had the option of either telling mistress that that I violated my promise to her or you know, lying to her, which would, is not really even an option in the first place. Right. And even if it did, I, I'd, I'd feel terrible about lying right. to her. So uh, go ahead.
0: No. So my question is good. One of the biggest difficulties, at least for me as a submissive, and it sounds like at times for you as a submissive as well, is being able to comprehend the appeal of something from the dominant perspective, at least There have been a few times during this conversation where you've hinted like you didn't understand or maybe at the beginning of something you didn't understand what the appeal was. And when you were just describing chastity, there were a few things that were going on there. And I'm just curious, from your perspective, is the appeal from the dominant side, at least with, was it Lola? Uh,
1: Yes, Madam director. Lola Lola and
0: the other friend. Kelly Payne. That sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong they were enjoying the teasing part of it as opposed to they weren't masturbating at home thinking that maybe they were, but I got the vibe. It was more of a friendly teasing, like, ah, look what we were doing type of thing.
1: Um, I don't know. I think with Lola, it might've been that she found, it could very well, I, I'd I'd have to ask them, but I think they both were getting off uh, on, uh, on my chastity. And, um, and I'm, I've heard from a few doms that when they have a man in, in a cage and they're um, that that they could masturbate by just stroking the key that they have around their neck and, and that they could get off on the control that they are uh, exerting uh, over that sub.
0: That's so fascinating because every time I've ever come upon the subject, either in a femdom forum or you name it or whatever, it seems like the guys are talking about it all the time. The women, it sounds like they're just like, all right, fine, I'll do this. All right, whatever. It didn't but the fact that some are actually enjoying more than just the teasing, they're actually getting off on the control makes me feel so much better. That because I was worried this was gonna be one of those things where it's like, oh, that's they're just doing it to shut the guy up or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and for me, just as as I said before with spanking, I don't want to play with somebody who's not getting off on what right. they're doing. There's no way I'd want to do that.
0: What I'm saying is I'm, I I i I was very relieved to hear that because maybe it's just because the guys have more time on their hands. I have no idea because <laughs> they're not masturbating. Of course, they've got <laughs> they've they got a lot more That's time. It's amazing them. when you don't masturbate how much extra That's time they, you get. Oh look, it's it's Floyd's seventh post on the forum today about chastity. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know when he comes because he'll be gone for two days. Yeah, exactly. Um, hearing that people are actually getting off on it who are DOMs, it really is a huge.
1: Thing. It works for me. I mean, you know, I gotta say it's it's never been one of my main fetishes, but the more mistress gets off on it, the more I get off uh, on it, um, and uh, and 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 my my feelings about it have have changed now i mean i'm it's teasing denial uh i'm i get off it's 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 a service thing and sure. an objectification thing i'm getting off on her getting off
0: uh i've been in situations with the honor method where i was told yeah. all right it's going to be a week or something like that and i found when i knew the date it made it much more
1: difficult oh more difficult yeah i feel it makes it much much easier really yes because other if i'm told um, you know, you're on restriction until I say so, then I I just feel like I don't have any I, like, like, like I'm looking for a life preserver. I'm drowning out there and I gotta have, at least I can hold on to a date when I can, I see the orgasm coming down the, the lane um, towards me. So yeah. I, you know, it's, it's for me, if
0: I know there's a date, I was like, oh, fuck because in my mind, maybe this is pessimism versus optimism. I have no idea in my mind. I'm like, could be tomorrow if if she didn't say a date right it could be 30 seconds from now it could be she could walk in right now
1: mistress and i were doing it uh doing chastity where i had no date and i was getting a little crazy and, and and having a hard time staying um staying focused on her and her needs because because it was driving me crazy that that i didn't I, I i i couldn't date my own cock right, i had right, to right. break up with my cock, sure. you know and i missed my cock. sure i love my cock. sure you know and good, i missed buddy. my organ, you know yeah like a lot and what, what did woody allen say that masturbation is sex with my favorite person <laughs> right, right. and i missed that person you know this
0: was <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of fun i, I could do this again sometime. i could do this again too uh, wow for people who uh, Want to know uh, your store?
1: Oh, it's uh, it's on Clips for Sale. It's uh, it's simply discipline uh, on Clips for Sale mostly.
0: There'll be uh, a link in the show notes of this, and and of course. Uh
1: Sweet Guy NYC, yeah, on uh, on Fet yeah. I tried to be Peaches on there and then people couldn't find me, and other people can I don't know now. I got three names on Sweet Guy NYC, Peaches, and my real name, which hot you know, guy32 at hotmail.com, so,
0: yeah. I don't no.
1: think so, yeah. But yeah. this was fun, thank you so much, it for was coming. great. Thank you for uh for interviewing.